This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It is a Friday. That means we're starting to get some injury news in uh, for the Steelers game Sunday in Cleveland. And uh, we have news out of Cleveland, of all places, first this week. Yeah, I mean, big news, really. I mean, we have some clarification. Well, it's a couple of the big guys. We know who's going to be out. We know who the starting quarterback's going to be. Let's start there. Let's start there. Baker Mayfield in. Nick Chubb in. Not that either one of those really surprised me. But missing this game for the Cleveland Browns will be cornerback Denzel Ward, uh, wide receiver Donovan Peoples-Jones, mm-hmm. and then safety Richard LeConte. Uh, he's a bench player, but Ward and Peoples-Jones, it's kind of a big deal. They've also got a bunch of guys who are questionable right. going into this game. They're we know the two ins, we know the yeah. two outs. I mean, I'm not going to count the safety. Some game-time decisions here will be Odell Beckham with a shoulder. Yeah. Jadavian Clowney with ankle groin knee. <laughs> ankle groin knee. Yeah. I don't know if they're all on the same side or not. But Yeah. Could be both legs. Could be one. Right. I don't know. Uh, cornerback A.J. Green with a groin. Uh, defensive tackle Malik Jackson with a knee. He's important for them. Yeah. And then also defensive uh, end tack McKinley uh, with a groin. Who would be Clowney's fill-in. Right. You know, so. Maybe they only have one of those guys. But even, here's, the, you know, you see... Here's the thing. When, when the Steelers were going through this whole groin injury thing, mm-hmm. all I kept hearing was, well, nobody else is missing time because, you know, nobody else, no other teams are having this issue. Well, nobody pays well, attention to the other see. 31 teams, right? Peoples Jones, his injury's a groin. Yeah. One of Clowney's three injuries, a groin. <laughs> AJ Green, a groin. Tack McKinley, a groin. Yeah. I don't know that would be blaming the Steelers training staff or anything for that. It was just a weird coincidence a couple weeks ago right. where the, you know, they all happened to suffer a. Pretty common injury. Yeah. You know, that's just the way it goes. In your best um, Sam Malone voice, a groin injury. Good <laughs> groin. <laughs> Where are we starting? You know, start on defense or offense, quarterback? Let's, let's start with the defense because okay. I think that's a much bigger deal. I kind of I don't think the quarterback situation matters half as much as the well, only way, The only way that it matters is the fact that the Browns gave Mayfield the first team snaps this week, mm-hmm. and he may not make it out of the first quarter. Well, I guess we should start. Well, off then we'll set. start there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think it's dumb to I be honest with too. you. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't know how bad it is, but I've seen him play with it. I've seen a lot of these instances where it's just a rest thing. I'm sure he'll get some kind of shot, but he's gonna get hit. I, I mean, it doesn't. It's not even a Steeler related thing. It's just you play NFL football, you're gonna get hit. It's gonna get worse during the game than better. Yeah. You know, you mentioned off the air. Is he going to be able to use the, his left hand to hand off even? You know, right. goofy things like Anything that. Anything that you have to reach away from your body is going, yeah. to, is going to affect you. Right, right, so right. So he's not going to want to reach. Even even if he's trying to fend off somebody coming in at his legs, for example. Uh-huh. You know, he's trying, to, he's trying to scramble out of the pocket. Somebody comes in low on him and, and tries to push that guy away. That's going to affect that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I respect his toughness. I respect his competitiveness. I even respect, you know... The coach's decision, if Baker's in the locker room going, I can do it, then you don't want to undermine the quarterback right. and be like, He's your leader. Yeah. You know, so we'll go with him. We're going to, you know, the doctors say it's possible. Quarterback wants to do it. Let's do it. But is it really smart? 
And, you know, we were sitting there, the NFL Network's on, and Dak Prescott walked by on the screen, and it's like, it's not like it's Dak Prescott compared to the Pine Richland kid. You know? <laughs> or Aaron Rodgers versus Jordan Love, as right. Aaron Rodgers is here on TV. Right. I mean, I just don't think the gap from Keenum to healthy, pristine Baker is that great, let alone this version of Baker. I know it's a pivotal game for him. They all are, and the Browns would be in a bad spot if they don't win this one, but... I don't think it's a good coaching decision or a good, you know, move by the Brownies. It's a, it's a decision made by a young coach. Um, guys, he's just not done it very long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you make those kind of it's – it's it's, I get it. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's not an easy decision yeah. or, you know, an easy route to making it happen. Yeah. I mean, I can remember back in 93, Bill Cowher's second year, much okay. like Stefanski coming sure, off sure. of a – Successful coming off right. of being coach of the year, mm. same thing. Well, you know, um, and Neil O'Donnell had been hurt, and you know, I, I believe it was, I think it was still Bubby at the time. Okay, comes back, he comes in, plays okay, and O'Donnell comes back, and you, okay, O'Donnell's our quarterback. Well, yeah. He didn't play very well, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it cost you. Yeah, I mean, the big thing here for me is okay, Baker's got a better arm. He's a more gifted human being for the quarterback position. I get that. And he probably throws the ball downfield better. But wouldn't it have been smarter to just let Keenum get all the first-team reps, you know, leading up to the game, too? I mean, I know he's a veteran. He doesn't need as much as Fields or Zach Wilson or some rookie. But it just seems like prep for the game would have gone smoother if you made this decision 10 days ago and said, we're sitting you one more week. Because what's the chances he finishes the game or is effective in the game? I, I I don't know. Maybe it's not as bad as I think. I to me, it's a. I I think the over under on on when he's no longer in the game is sometime in the third quarter. Yeah, I, I just don't see him making time, it through yeah. the whole game. Right, and the Steelers are obviously not going to try to injure him, but they're going to hit him. They're I hit mean, him. And yeah. as would any team, and it's a better pass rush than most. And you know, there's a history between these teams. I I don't know. Unless they're but, simply going to, you know, unless they say we well we're going to run the ball 45 times in this game. I think they do that no matter what. Everything else be damned. Well, I they haven't done that yet, right? I know you're you're you you have some fear about their running game. A lot. They haven't run the ball more than forty times all year. No, they've been a they've been almost a fifty fifty split every game. Even the game against the Chiefs that they were winning the entire time. It, it is a misconception that this is a sixty percent run team, or you know the, yeah. that they're a heavy heavy run team. And it's funny you brought this up. So if you'll bear with me for a few minutes, I've done a little homework and I've seen some things that all really add up. And first of all, the league is going to more too high safety shells. You know, that you're seeing it more and more across defenses. You know, the, the Chargers and Rams begging you to run, take away the big play. That's becoming, that's the new thing sweeping defenses across the country. Steelers aren't one of them because they have an awesome single high safety and don't need to do that. They still play their share of cover, too. Still, I saw this yesterday, that the Vikings, where Stefanski came from, and the Browns, lead the league by a wide margin in dealing with cover three shells, single high safeties. Everybody plays eight in the box against them. you right. know, And that makes perfect sense. They have an elite run game. They have very heavy personnel. But that's what they want. And here's where I'm going with it is cover three works. It's fine. Don't get, I'm not saying it's an outdated coverage. But starting with the Legion of Boom, 
that's what swept the league. That, that generation yeah. before this cover two sweeping. So in the last 10 years, since Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas and all those cover three, offensive minds have come a very long way of destroying cover three defenses. There's more cover three beaters than ever. And so what do you think the Browns practice against all week? Well, we're going to force teams to put eight in the box. We're going to see cover three. So they've gotten very good at attacking it. So, but the Steelers do that anyways and are used to cover three beaters because they're not a too high team and they have the best single high safety in the league. So I think it's a really interesting compromise is if we're going to come out in 13 personnel and you almost have to put eight in the box, that's what we want and we're going to attack it through the air. But it also is what the Steelers do too. So right. I think that's an interesting dynamic. That's what they want you to do. That's what they want you to do and that's what the Steelers are used to seeing too. You know, so well, it, so much of it goes into um and I can remember talking with Marvin Lewis god 20 years ago about this when he was the defensive coordinator in 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 still in Baltimore. Okay. Uh, may have been maybe even been a, the year he was in Washington. Um you know, how much time he dedicated in the off season to studying the division opponents. Yeah, yeah. And he said, and you spend more time studying the team who just won the division because that's right. who you have to beat. I mean, and imagine you, how many yeah. people studied Lamar whenever he sprung oh, yeah. into the division yeah. halfway through the season. I mean, every offseason was dedicated to that. Right. It was so unique. Um, you know, so you spend time. You, you actually not only spend time doing that, but you acquire personnel with all of that in mind. Without question. You know, because, you know, no matter what, you have to win your division first. You don't mm-hmm. have to, but that's – it guarantees you a playoff spot. That's goal, that's goal number <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, right. It, it's rare for teams outside the division to be like, well, I mean, we've seen some of it in history, and it applies to Steelers. 2017 too. Steelers yeah. built themselves to beat the Patriots. I say teams were yeah. geared up how because to beat that the was they felt that they were a good enough team, they were going to win their division. Mm-hmm. So they then looked at the Patriots. What do we need to do to beat the Patriots? Well, we have to get lighter and faster on the back end to cover all their. You know, the we have yeah. to be able to play man. Yeah, we play more man, right? And then all of a sudden, you're too light to play against the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> or the 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 current Browns. Yeah. Or, or yeah, right. That's the that's the example. The Jags is a better example. Or like the the Bills, we're going to draft a ton of defensive linemen so we can get after Pat Mahomes with four. You know, like that's yeah. our next step. Is how do we beat the Chiefs? But in the meantime, you better not get bad. Luckily, their division is not really hard. You know, to what your division does. So it is a fine line. Um, but uh, to your point. The Steelers have played the Browns a lot. They 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 know all these things in their sleep. You know, this isn't new information. You know, they know that we know that you know type of thing. You know, so I mean, I, I I'm I'm intrigued, but I do think every offense is going to keep the Steelers in heavier personnel just because it's you have lesser football players on the field if you have three defensive linemen out there. The games the Browns have won this year, mm-hmm. they've run the ball thirty six point seven five times per game. The game and they've dropped back to pass thirty-two and three quarters time, thirty-two point seven five times. Yeah. How many were the runs again? Thirty-six point seven five. Okay, so they were run heavy, but yeah, but not fifty-five percent, not over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The games they've lost, they've averaged twenty-six point six seven runs per game and thirty-three pass attempts. So the pass attempts don't change; mm-hmm. it's the run attempt, rush attempts that change, and it's ten less. Yeah, yeah. Than yeah. When they win, now I'll say this: their wins have not exactly come against. I was just saying uh, who's who of. Their losses look better than their wins look good, yeah. just in terms of the opponents so far, too. So, yeah, that's, that's something to do with it. 
we also know. I mean, their their quality win right now is over the Vikings. Right. That's their best yeah, quality yeah, yeah. win. Good point. Good point. And I'm sure that's not uncommon for the Titans or the Vikes right. or you know, if you have a lead in the fourth quarter, those run numbers are going to go up and up yeah. and up. I and mean, we know those things. So some of it's game script dependent even that, or how. Like it gets I remember you there. texting you that game when they were playing the Chiefs. I'm like, why? Why does Nick Chubb only have 16 carries in this game? Like mm-hmm. they're winning the entire game. Chubb doesn't have more than 22 carries in a game this year. Right. And it's they not don't like want Hunt's to put a heavy workload on him. Right. It's not like Hunt has always been there eating. They're going to come out and run, you know, uh, Nick Chubb 25 times and Dearness Johnson, you know, in the 15 more? No, I don't no. think so. No, I think that's not, like, that's not their offense. I think it be like 20 and 12. Yeah, that's not their offense. Yeah. And, and yeah. Chubb's coming back off of a knee injury. Are you, like, you, oh, he's, he's back. Let's, let's overwork him because Kareem Hunt's not coming back for two more weeks. Mm-hmm. But I think they know they have to hide their quarterback. And they they know that in the offseason. Yeah. But I think they know it this week more than ever. And even last week. I mean, they didn't ask much out of Keenum. Yeah. You know. Now, I know they're an interesting design team on both sides of the ball. You know, I mean, they yeah. complement each other really well. I keep going back to the number that blows me away, though, that on average, they're outrushing their opponent by 90 yards a game. You know, like, they get you to third down and make you throw, and they, you know, they're number one in time of possession. Their formula is very obvious, you know, yeah. and they've gone out and got the right players to do it. And it all comes back to if they had Aaron Rodgers, they wouldn't play this way. I would come, <laughs> yeah. out, I would come out throwing against them. I think that's the move, too. Yeah. I mean, the last couple of weeks we both said run, run early in the downs. You know, pay off the fourth if you quarter. get three in the first one, run th- run it again. It's third and four. Right, no, right, right. I'm not interested in that in this game. Come no. out if it's if it's seven passes to Fryermuth for five yards apiece on first down. I'm fine with that. Yeah, or I'm attacking Ward's replacement yeah. with Claypool or Johnson or who you know. Well, let's let's talk about that now. The defensive okay, side of over. things. Greedy Williams stinks. Yeah. He's tall and he's fast, and he went to LSU, and everyone he won't he was, tackle anybody. Doesn't like tackle. Doesn't. Shift his hips real well, you know. I mean, he's he's somebody I, you can. I would hit him some can, double moves. I would, yeah, yeah. you know, do some stuff to make him t- again turn those hips. And I don't think they're high on him either. Yeah, you know, I think they especially they you know if if I can get Deontay Johnson matched up on him, right? Look out just with the shiftiness. Yeah, and yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think ideally you want Johnson on greedy Claypool. I even thought on Ward, let alone his replacement. Yeah. You know, but either way, they have an advantage. It's an advantage. Yeah. It's a, it's an advantage for sure. So it comes down to it. Can you know is Roethlisberger on in this game or, mm-hmm. or not? Um, you know, maybe three weeks ago I'd be, well, you know, I don't know about this because he's he's throwing some stuff wild. Yeah. That's not been the case the last few games. You got to think his legs are more rested. I mean. I bring up legs because legs are more important for accuracy. It's all than, about legs. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I mean, if his legs got a break, that's when a great. pitcher starts to get tired in a baseball game, the right. first thing that happens is he starts throwing the ball high. Okay, because his legs are tired. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure jump shooters. You know, yeah. I'm sure all those you know, every, every, skaters or whatever. Um, but it's certainly true with quarterbacks. You know, just fatigue on your legs. Um, what was I going to say? I should know this, but do you know now that Ward's out? When they have two corners on the field, will it be Greedy and Newsom? Yeah. I assume so, because yeah. neither one's a slot. Right. Okay. So And Newsom's dealing with I mean, he's just coming yeah. back. But I definitely like Johnson Claypool versus those two, maybe more than any advantage in this game yeah. for the Steelers, oh, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's almost going to be like, and I'm not putting Newsom on the same plane as, as Humphrey in, in Baltimore, Mm-mm. 
but you see how teams go after everybody not named. Like when when Anthony Everett is on the field, he's got a target on his chest. He's seeing he's seeing twenty targets a game. Mm-hmm. And, right, you know, right. that, like last week in the in the game against the Bengals, you know he made a couple of plays early in the game, and like, oh, Anthony Everett, everybody goes after him. Look, he's making plenty. Well, how did that work later in the game? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I mean, he's still the weak link. He's the weak link. Sooner or later, first of all, he's not going to beat you by making a play. No, a right. bad, he's not going to hurt gonna, you. Right. Yeah, he's not going. It's not like he's going to intercept three passes against you mm-hmm. unless you throw it right in his gut. Secondly, if you keep banging on that door, good things are going to happen. Good things are going to happen. Yeah. And, of course, they, I'm sure they help him in coverage anyway. But then you're going to find some nice one-on-ones all elsewhere and things like well, that. Yeah, then it was, and, you know, then yeah. they said, oh, you know what, we're going to throw it chase one-on-one with Humphrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I, I think the Ward injury is huge because He's I'm with easily you. their best guy. Easily their best guy. Yeah. And besides Garrett. I mean, we talked, we talked about that yesterday. With Ward, if Ward's healthy and on the field, it's an even match between the Steelers' corners, and and you might even give yeah. the nod to the Browns. Right, right, right. Now, without him, the Steelers have the better corners in this game. Oh, yeah. You know, and, of course, Garrett decide, if I could take one defender out of this game, it would be Ward, who's a really good player, but he's on an elite corner. Yeah. He's not Jalen Ramsey. You know, I mean, he's, he's, he's a really been, good player. You know, but. you see with, Greg, with the top cornerbacks in the league, Maybe Ramsey's the the outlier. I think he's a, a freak. Yeah. But you see, Goodyear, bad year. Goodyear, bad year. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why that is. Ward is pretty steady. He is, but he's never great. He's never great, but he's never right. he's never like why wow, that guy's really a liability this year. Agreed, agreed. You know? I mean, he's never going to be six foot tall, yeah. but he's a good football player and is going to get a big contract and all those things. But you're right. I, I think like, that Miami's guys. Howard had an outstanding year last year. Mm-hmm. This year, he's given up four touchdowns passes. Yeah, like he's yeah, not yeah. the same guy. Yeah, you do see that a lot week to week uh, or year to year with corners. Sustained excellence doesn't happen like it used to, like a Revis or a Dion yeah. or Woodson. You know, um, I guess Ramsey is the different one, but um, but still. Those corners, I think, can be had. And yeah. I don't know, you're talking seven-step drops, you know, pr- protection-wise. Yeah. This might not be a bad – I know s- nobody wants to hear this. The 2020 short passing game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because their well, linebackers the aren't great either, you know. Hit them, hit them with a, you know, little slant, you know, quick, uh, you know, curls, things of that nature. And then you block one up. You ma- you you, you, mm-hmm. you, pass, you max protect it. You fake the you know, you fake the, the slant or the curl and you go deep on them, mm-hmm. they're gonna bite. I'd I'd also like the screen game to kind of slow down uh Garrett to some oh, degree yeah, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um who else J O K being out I think is big. We knew that we since, knew that, the, yeah. since the the, the and Hunt start. Being out is again I, Right. I mean those are two really good Dearness, players. Dearness Johnson's story was great last week. Oh, very impressive. But he's he, still can, a jag. Yeah. Can he do it again? <laughs> right, uh, right. you know. If, if you know it, Chubb scares the heck out of me. If yeah. it's Dearness Johnson getting 20 carries in this game, I'm like, okay, maybe he ends up over 100 yards and grinds it out and good for him. <laughs> Yay, you know, but he's not a special player. Right. I mean, he may not be on a roster next year. Right. I mean, it's possible. You right. Know? I mean, um, who else? Well, the linebackers, I think, are a liability. Yeah. We knew that. that none of that's really changed. I mean, to me, that's the one area of the team. That, if Clowney can't play. But Clowney, I think, is no if he's if he's compromised, which it appears mm-hmm. either way, even if he does play, he's going to be compromised. It's a groin injury. Yeah. Jackson and McKinley both play a lot, too, on their defensive front. They don't play a – they're not like hockey lines with their defensive line. They use, they want to play four or five guys, yeah. you know. And they don't have the that names. kind of depth. They don't have that kind of depth. You know, it's Malik and Malik, and it's, you know, the two – 
uh, outside guys that were former first overall picks. Uh, I was telling you off the air, I did that Thursday show with Pursuta last night, and Mike pushes Merrill Hodge's buttons well and, <laughs> and knows how to light a fire under Hodge. And so right off the bat, he's like, so, Merrill, what do you think of Clowney? <laughs> oh, Clowney. He's my favorite guy to watch every week. And you'd think, oh, okay, first overall pick. Yeah. Looks like the Predator. He's like, because it just gives me a laugh. He's like, I watch it like a stand-up act. Because he, he's like, here's what happens to Clowney every week. He's like, 33% of the time, he does the wrong assignment. Just <laughs> does the wrong thing. And then he hits himself in the helmet and yells at himself, and then he does it again the next play. 33% of the time, he's disruptive, and he's powerful, and usually it's against the run or driving a player in front of him. And then the other half, his effort's just okay, and he doesn't really show up. Or the other third. I didn't do my math there. Like, that's exactly kind of, what he is. Yeah, that's kind of what we've said about him. Yeah, and then he's hurt two-thirds yeah. of the time anyway. You know? Yeah. That's what he is. Yeah, I think that's huge with with him and Jackson both banged up a little bit as well. We'll see if they play. Uh, obviously, the Steelers much more healthy. I don't think we yeah. see Melvin Ingram in this game. He's still dealing with that okay. groin. So and that's because he's going to get traded. Yeah, that, or, that three right. outside linebacker thing that we thought you know we might see in this game against them probably not going to happen. So I've been asked about Taco Charlton more, mostly because well, if Ingram gets traded, does Taco get the boost and all that stuff? Could he be active for this? Um, he was an odd signing to me. We haven't really talked much about him. I yeah, thought he was a four-three end. Yeah, I see him as that as well. I mean, maybe they feel like, but they don't drop those guys as much as they used yeah, to. Yeah, they're not they're not dropping him. If it's mm-hmm. you know, if you're just going to rush your four guys, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, you know, he's a former first round pick that I didn't there's think. There's some talent there. Maybe they pick, feel like they can coach him up a little bit. Yeah, and, you know, he can do some things. And Could he get a helmet in this game though? Maybe. I mean, they may they may have to yeah. bring a guy, you know, an outside linebacker up if they're short one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, I bet he's. I'm not picking on Taco, but I mean, he's probably not high on Danny Smith's list. I mean, he's new. Yeah. You know, he's right. not trusted. Yeah, I mean, they still have Tuza there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it wouldn't. You know, that wouldn't surprise me if they brought him up. Uh, you know. I'd like to see Ingram play. I, I don't care about the trade stuff. I yeah. mean, I, I thought you brought up a good point yesterday that if you're going to be in heavier personnel, maybe there are some three outside linebacker packages to like use in like this Tomlin game. Tomlin called him in training camp a run game bully. Yeah, well, right, He's running right. the ball. I mean, if you you're going to be blocking him with Najoku and Hooper, I mean, good luck. He's going to win that. He's going to win that. Yeah. They'll rag all those guys. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I think the injury stuff is interesting. Um you know, we'll see. People's Jones being out is a big one for them. He's a big downfield talented guy that he might be their best receiver next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah, got a bright they, future. When they let the other guys go because they're yep. too expensive. Too expensive and yeah. old and banged up. And, yeah, I mean, they're going to have new receivers next year. No, I think that's somebody that's been a, a hit for them as a late-round pick. I mean, yeah. they're real happy with him. Yeah, and he's a good special teams player as well. Right, on right, both, right, right. On both sides of it. So he looks like a five-star recruit. I yeah, think that's what he was. You know, so it, it, that's a big deal uh, for the Browns. Um, we'll see. Uh, you know, come game time, how many of those guys are able to play? How many mm-hmm. of them don't go? And um, some will play and not finish. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, this is how the league works. But you know, yeah, interesting. Jarvis Landry not listed on there. Hmm. I thought both those guys really looked compromised last Thursday. Yeah. And you know, Landry was on IR. I mean, I had to have a hard time believing he's 
healthy. He's healthy. not 100. percent There's no, but, there's yeah, no yeah. or buts about that. But, but uh, he's going to play. It sounds like. Yeah. 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 Odell's the questionable one. We're going to take a break. All he right. is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll make our pick in this game uh, in a later segment here. But uh, when we come back, we'll take a look at all this week's games like as it. they come up. Uh, we'll do that right after this. <laughs> 